Why don't you tell me a little bit about Asher? Uh, Asher is the uh, Scion playbook. She's the daughter of the supervillain Asajj, head of an assassin's guild, the Harbingers, who is known as the Weeping Wind. And she was originally trained for the purpose of basically being like the heir to become the next Weeping Wind, but left when she realized she did not want to be an assassin for hire. And uh, how did uh, how did Asher end up in Zenith Bay? Because uh, if I'm understanding correctly, she's originally from Ireland. Mm, yeah, much like the player herself, she's uh, Irish, Dublin-born as opposed to my Wicklow-born. But she uh, was approached by the person who also revealed uh, Asher's uh, lineage to her because her mother kept a secret, which is saying she was going to be taught to be a hero. Um, Asher, uh, this was Richard, who was who was she, who was formerly the second in command of the Harbingers, known as Devastate during that time. Who, looking to atone and take down the Harbingers, wanted to make sure that Asher was safe, so pulled some strings and connections together in Rollins in Zenith Bay in Paradigm Academy when she left. And uh, is there anything else that the listener should know about Asher? Uh, Asher's a closeted trans girl. She's not out right now. And I'm just saying this because she likely will come out at some point during the series. I don't want to be like, ah, surprise, anything or anything like that. Like, just know that she is. And like, while she may be referred with he, him pronouns by other characters, as she's closeted. Like, and, uh, like, if you're referring to her in a meta sense, she'll, often, she'll be referred to with she, her. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, in- we'll include uh, content warnings at the beginning of each episode just so that people are aware that there might be some mis misgendering, but it's not it's not intentional with malice. This is to to kind of show Asher's journey. Okay, uh, I think that's I think that's everything. I look forward to learning more about Asher and uh, her her story, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy this spotlight. On the cover, a stylized version of the Paradigm Academy crest appears to be made of cracked earth, as shockwaves radiate out from the center. Temple Bar Warrior assumes a combat-ready stance in the center of a ring as masked assassins surround her. The tagline reads, Zenith Bay's newest hero is ready to rumble. This is Spotlight Temple Bar Warrior. Our first panel shows a woman standing in a field. Why don't you describe what Weeping Wind looks like? Uh, Weeping Wind has a, has long brown hair. It's tied into kind of braided ponytail. Um, she's dressed in yeah. You know, she's kind of dressed in. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a suit really, like covers her body completely, like barring the face and head. Where it it um. Trying to think of how to describe this. It's very like synthetic, like it clings to it kind of like it it does is that baggy so that when you're fighting it doesn't like get caught or like used as a weakness. It has um blue stripes going through the the sleeve all the way up to the arms and uh, all the way up the arms to the shoulders and both arms and her face has a few scars on it, like much more than like it's not like superheroes where like, oh they are scarred and something like a tiny scar on her chin. Like no, it's a, definitely like someone who's seen a lot of battles and is She's also in her early 50s, I'd imagine. She stands in this field and reaches for a sheath and draws a claymore and charges. And we get a panel that cuts to the person she is charging at, and we see Asher. Why don't you describe Asher for us? Asher is dressed in a similar clothing, but where her mother has long has long hair tied in a ponytail, Asher is kind of like, 
a shave hairstyle where um, it's kind of like you know the hairstyle it's it's basically a mullet but shorter at this point like when like we get to the president have like a longer version because she makes bad decisions but uh, right now it's basically just like the sides are shaved heavily and she just has hair on top brown hair lighter color than her mother's as i mentioned dressed in the same clothing and as of right now she has a her face is like not scarred at all unlike her mother's and she kind of has a cocky grin in her face as her mother charges so she rushes up and takes a swing at you, and I'd like you to roll 2d6 for me to, uh, to determine what happens. Seven. Okay, so she slashes at you, and why don't you describe how you attempt to dodge her strike? Asher kind of brings her, shot, her two arms like side to side to the side, to, uh, the side of her head to block the blow, but as the blade comes, Asher, like, Asher's fists, who were, which were previously clench down, open up, and send out a shockwave of tremor energy, like tre- tremor waves, I mean, seismic waves, that's the word, to try and like disorient the blow. I think I think we see Weeping Wind kind of stumble a little bit, but as she stumbles, uh, she tosses the claymore to the side and instead just punches Asher directly in the face, and we see, it, we see a bruise start to form uh, almost immediately. And um, she... Uh, kind of topples end over end over end and uh, comes to rest next to Asher. And uh, we see her get to leap to her feet first. And then she reaches down a hand to, to help Asher up. She says, you're going to have to be quicker than that, son. I almost had you there. Yeah. Almost doesn't count if you're uh, going to lose your head though. Suppose you're right, but almost means I'm getting closer. That you are. That you are. Soon you'll be ready, and then I'll be able to introduce you to the rest of the team. For now, go ahead and get washed up. It's uh, almost dinner time. Asher uh, like takes a hand and like raises her feet and just kind of nods, still keeping the cocky smirk, and uh, just begins running past her mother to the to, to reach the top where they live. It's kind of like it's not like a mansion level, but it's a sizable house. Yeah, I think uh, is is it pro- it's probably like uh, like your typical like um, Irish countryside sort of like a farmhouse almost. Yeah, yeah, it's one that kind of like I imagine like I'm basing this off my own life of uh, I have an uncle who has a similar house. Like there's like kind of like there's other buildings like there's a house and then there's stuff like work like a work shed a kind of like kind of like there is some livestock there like I'm going aggressively Irish stereotype for this and I don't, I'm not trying to feel about it but um, yeah it is very much like the train she also like has to like take care of stuff like you know work in the work shed do stuff like that like it's not just all fighting and training so you you head inside and you wash up uh we see we see a couple of panels of you moving through the house and we see a kitchen with pots on the stove that are bubbling uh there's probably a stew cooking uh, you know, something hearty to help you regain, replenish your strength after, after sparring. And, um, we eventually see you come down for dinner. Uh, do you change, have you changed your, changed your clothing at all? Or are you still just hanging out in your sparring outfit? Um, yeah, Asher, she's just dressing a pair of jeans and a t-shirt that uh, has the, uh, like kind of has a, a random hero, like not even a premier one, just like one, like she kind of doesn't like, and Ireland doesn't have like the top tier heroes, so like in t shirts, they're just standing only like speedster number nine, like that sort of thing. So she just has like whoever that is, just like that's not a t shirt. All right. Yeah. So you make your way downstairs, and your mom has already set the table. Uh, the food is set out, and the television is kind of playing in the background in the, in the sitting room. And there is a like breaking news headline that comes on, and uh, 
So why don't you tell us about the the big villain scheme that is going on right now that's being broadcast over the uh, television there in Ireland? It is currently a, a hero, uh, the, one of the Ireland's premier heroes who is known who was known as the uh, the court knight, like models themselves very much after like fey knights and sort. But they are currently fighting. Who is fighting a villain known as the uh, Mad Dasher, who basically has the ability to hop from like they can like lock themselves to certain places. So say they lock themselves to like a mile away, they can like teleport there immediately, and they're like bouncing around, like having locked themselves to different areas within, like kind of bouncing around, teleporting around the court knight. It's basically just a superhero, supervillain fight. Yeah, I love I'm not very creative. I love the image of like of the like I'm over here. No, I'm over here. I'm over. Here. <laughs> like very, like very, very annoying supervillain um, with this, with this very proper knightly superhero who's like, get back here, you fiend. Yeah, I love that. Uh, so we we see that coming across the table, and what's the expression on Asher's face as she's watching this uh, broadcast come through? Asher is the kind of person that like eats cereal at the evening and is just like digging into cereals and just like is just smiling. I'm like, I don't know why the Mad Dasher is even going against them. Like, like going against them. I mean, come on, it's court. Like, it's it's like a cheeseburger to Zeus. Is that the same? Uh, I'm not sure, honey, but uh, it's it's definitely interesting. But you know, just because the court knight has his uh, his strengths, every hero has their weakness. Remember that. Can't imagine him with a week. Them with a weakness. Well, we should. Uh, we should eat. Are you eating cereal again? It's there. You're never going to be able to take my place if you uh, continue to eat like that. You keep talking about take your place. And, like you're not going for a while. Like I, you, I've seen how you can handle me out there, and let's be real, I'm pretty good. But. You can, as long as you're to kick my ass, I don't think I'm going to be taking her place anytime soon, Ma. She just kind of shakes her head, sits down at the table as you're still kind of staring at the uh, the television, the, new, the, the breaking news report on the television. And uh, we get like a wide panel shot of her sitting at the table eating her dinner and you just kind of standing, leaning against the wall, eating your cereal. <laughs> and the next panel we see is you seated in. I imagine there's. I'm. I'm. You said there's a. There's like a like a workshop uh, on the on the property. So I'm imagining what what would be something that Asher would be working on, either a weapon or a, or a piece of armor or her her super outfit, what what have you. Yeah, she currently has a uh, leather jacket. It has like a few like different like it's. It's partially like sewn on and that there's different colors on it. It's like her beginner super outfit. And right now she's attempting to stud on some some uh, stud on some kind of bees to form a wording, which I'll say for later. Um, she's currently working on that just at one of her workbenches. And we see kind of a figure in the in the background of the panel as you're working uh, that isn't well defined at all. Just kind of a stocky, uh, shrouded shadow, and eventually the the figure steps forward, and we see the figure of someone who you know as Richard, and uh, when he's probably like uh, I'd say late thirties, early forties, uh, early forties, how I picture him. Yeah, probably uh, probably also relatively scarred, like your mom, mm. and uh, he steps forward and says, "What you working on there, kid?" 
uh, quick audible questions before or after he left? Uh, this is before. This is before he left. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, after the surrender, I owned a. Uh, well, you know, Mao says uh, hero needs to have a good name, name that people know you by, that people know to recognize you by, name that respects, that inspires respect. I mean, uh, I'm still figuring out how to do the words right. And what you thinking? How does Dublin destroyer sound? Too cheesy. <laughs> we see we we cut back to Richard's face and he is like a grimace on his face and he says, "Oh, not cheesy at all. Not cheesy at all." <laughs> we'll we'll continue to workshop it. Uh, where's your mum? Uh, she's in the house um, in the office. I guess she's talking to some mayor or something like. Does someone have a marriage to re- research that if we're going to be a hero? But yeah, she's uh, talking to people. All right. Uh, you keep your nose clean, all right? I will. And he disappears uh, off into the office. Uh, we cut from that panel to a scene of Asher uh, walking through downtown Dublin. Awesome. And we see a similar shadowed figure and we see the uh, we see like a, a text line that says sometime later. And we see that same shadowed figure in an alleyway um, who steps forward and it's Richard and he grabs you by the arm and kind of pulls you down the alleyway. And you haven't seen Richard in months at this point. Uh, your mom has told you that he went AWOL, and he is working with the villains. What the fuck? Richard? No, no. What the fuck? He kind of puts a finger to his lips to kind of signify not to, not to freak out. Look, I'm sure your mom has told you a lot of things about me. Told you that I'm wrong in the head, that I went AWOL, and I'm working with villains. Yeah, that's about the short of it. There's something you don't know about your mom. Something that we've we've been keeping from you for some time in order to make it easier on you when the time came. You're not making sense. Like, you leave months ago, ma'am tells me you're doing bad shit, and now you're telling me, why should I just knock you out right now? Like, why should I like, not believe you over my own ma? He uh, reaches in his pocket, and like, like puts another hand up to let you know that he's not reaching for a weapon or anything. Asher still kind of raises her face, but doesn't like make an attack or anything. He pulls out a cell phone, and he hands it to you. And on the screen, you see a still image of your mom, and it's a vi- it's like set up to like begin streaming a video. Just watch this, all right? Asher really like she looks like up and down from the following to. Richard, but then has it on the tops of the screen. We see footage of your mother at a kind of sparse training camp. And there are several like hooded figures that she is sparring against. And she um, is not holding back and they are using real weapons. And she is just indiscriminately like murdering these men who she's training until one of the, until one of them, uh, catches her blade and she kind of relents and says, good, maybe next time you all will learn to follow my instructions. When we are tasked with a job, we carry it out properly. 
We leave no evidence behind. You doctored that. That's no, that's no. I wish I did. I really wish I did. Your mother and I have done some really bad things, but she's become even worse, and I couldn't stand by and let her continue to do those things. And at first, it was just about getting me out, but I couldn't leave you behind. Oh, this is. No, this is. Fuck. No, no. You? This is allowed. No, I. And like Asher kind of like just slumps against the slumps against the one the walls of the alley and kind of just like being sliding down. That was that wasn't real. That was villains have clones. They have weird shape shifting shit. That wasn't her. I understand if you need time. Just don't tell your mother you saw that. She won't take kindly to it. If you change your mind, I'll be at the docks. I've got transport waiting for us. We're going to America. We've got to get as far away from her as possible. Asher just kind of like being solid getting up to her feet and just looks at Richard like kind of like in a face like like what the fuck did you just do and then runs away then doesn't run away just slowly walks away our next panel we see Asher at home descending the stairs in a similar similar panel to the one we previously saw where her mom was sitting at the table and eating and she was standing against the wall eating her cereal and your mom is sitting at the table just kind of it looks like she's balancing a checkbook and she looks up and says i haven't seen you in uh in a while where where'd you get off to today just in the in the city and uh oh fuck i saw richard today you you saw richard did he hurt you no he well he showed me something. He, nah, I need you to tell me something and look me in the eye. Prompt. I know you. I know it's not you, but he showed me a video and it was you doing things I. It couldn't have been you because this person was like killing people. She was like, it wasn't you, but it looked like you. And I, please tell me it wasn't you. Your mother heaves a heavy sigh and looks down at the table. She pulls off of the spectacles that she's wearing. You know, and kind of kind of sheds that matronly uh, appearance and looks at you with eyes that are the coldest you've ever seen her eyes. And she says, I had honestly hoped you would never learn the truth until it was time. But now that you do, you have a choice. Family, where you can run off with that traitor, Richard. Asher kind of just like backs away a bit and just like, Looks to Dora's room, looking at pictures of her and her mother, and even some of her return mother and some of like other like family members. And she's just looking at the other ones of like family members, like quote unquote family members, and thinking like, were they in on it too? And like, so everything you told me was a lie. Not entirely. I only told you what you needed to hear. You made up the rest of the gaps in your own mind, assuming that I was a hero, and I never corrected you. Big difference between hero and killing people. It put food on our table. It kept us safe. Being a hero doesn't do that. So what? Uh, I, what did you expect me to say here? To that? Ah, oh, gee whiz, man! Of course, I'll start mowing down people left or right. That sounds like a great life. Honestly, I was hoping that you wouldn't have a choice, or that you'd. By the time it was time for you to learn the truth, 
you've gotten a touch of cynic in you. Realize that the world isn't all rainbows and cotton candy. No, I'm, I don't. I'm not the best person. I'm aware that I'm, I stay out too late. I spend my money on shit I, I don't need. I, I know I'm not good, but I could never do what I saw you do in that video. I, it's not in me. Sorry to hear that. But I'm not going to be able to let you leave. No, you hear that you hear the door creak open as two mass figures similar to the ones you saw in the video enter the building. Asher like looks at them and looks back at her mother and goes, Can you still be seeing you soon? And she's gonna bolt towards the window and jump out of it from like jump through the window. Okay, go ahead and roll me two D six. Five. Oh shit. Uh you rush for the rush for the window and as you go attempt to dive through it, you feel the, uh, a strong hand on your shoulder as uh, one of the one of the men grabs you by the shoulder and just kind of whips you around and we see a panel of you just kind of flailing indiscriminately as you're flung through the air and you smash into the wall in the kitchen and your mom just like very very coldly like no, no emotion on in her in her voice says now now no need to get rough with him just we need to make sure he doesn't leave after like after like kind of wiping blood from her mouth, like they like, looks down on her hand, and we always like in all our fights or in all our training with our mother, like never was blood drawn, and this is just shocked her, and she just looks up the one and goes, uh, one who threw her and goes, "You two realize who trained me, right?" And she's on his charge, and like her hand generating with seismic like seismic waves, just trying like pretty much spear them out of it. Uh, go ahead and roll two d six plus three for this one. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Uh, you, we, we see that panel of the seismic energy uh, kind of building up in the palms of your hands as it, there's like the, just the radiating uh, ripples of air uh, beginning to collect uh, around you. And you thrust your hands forward and almost like, like clap them together. And the ground rips open underneath these guys and they fall into like a, like a small, like a pit. They're not, they're not like, harmed or anything but they just kind of fall into a pit as the side of the building uh the side of your home splits open as well creating a avenue of escape and we see you just rushing off into the night i mean like see there's a comic book after this like shares like a look when her like kind of uh stare with her mother as it cuts like a panel of, like a small panel of like each of them like their faces where her mother is just like cold, like no emotion, while Asher is just filled with emotion, tears at the side of Roy's, just indescribable pain and just before rushing off. In the next panel, we see you arriving at the docks. Richard is standing there. He uh, kind of extinguishes a cigarette and looks up at you and says, you told her, didn't you? She was my mom. What the fuck did you think I was going to do? I, I honestly don't know. I'm sorry you had to learn that way. Asher, um, I was, yeah, well, discovering life is full of shit today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, look, I, uh, I know you didn't have a chance to grab anything when you left, so I stopped by earlier when your mom wasn't around, and I, uh, I grabbed this. And he reaches into a bag and he pulls out the costume that you were working on. Figure you're gonna need it where we're going. You never told me where we're going. Like America is about a hundred times the size of this place. Like we're going to Zenith Bay, and you're gonna be a hero, like you always wanted to be. 
We hope you enjoyed this issue of Paradigm Academy. If you did, please don't forget to leave us a 5-star rating and a nice review. It goes a long way to helping wonderful folks like you find our show. Paradigm Academy is produced and GM'd by me, Thomas Fleming. Asher, aka Temple Bar Warrior, is played by Maria. You can find links to all of our social media and our Discord server in the show notes. If you enjoy what we're doing and would like to get early access to new episodes or special bonus content, you can support us on Patreon by following the link in the show notes. Our theme music was created by Jeremy Borders. Masks, A New Generation, was created by Brendan Conway and distributed by Magpie Games. 